This is a podcast from Tbilisi International Christian Fellowship, a gathering of many nations who are one in Christ. Well, we have the privilege today of spending some time meditating on the love of Christ for all of us. We're going to be turning to the book of Ephesians chapter 3, and this will be the last of a series of six short meditations on the prayers of Paul, which I hope have been expanding your soul and what you pray for yourself and for your brothers and sisters here in this church. Before we do that, let's pray this prayer of illumination together and ask the Holy Spirit to um, speak to us through God's word. Let's pray these words together in this prayer of illumination on page two. Lord, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit that as the scriptures are read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear with joy what you say to us today. Amen. Let's listen now, not to the words of men, but to the living and abiding word of God from Ephesians chapter 3. Paul writes, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. I think the farther I go along in my walk with God, the more I'm realizing that the most challenging thing of all as a disciple of Jesus, I think, is to truly believe that we are loved by God. Not merely as a theory or as a notion, but deep within our hearts to live every day with the strongest of all possible convictions that I am loved by God, that I am precious to him, that he enjoys my company, and that he is powerfully for me. And I think if you're like me, you can go a long time, many days and weeks without any profound sense that you are loved by God. And you're going on, you're doing the stuff, you're being a good Christian, you're reading your Bible, you're praying, you're being a holy person, but there's not this deep, conviction within your own heart that you are loved by God. And eventually, we're going to wind down and our souls will die. There is nothing more important for us to pray for ourselves and for one another that we would deeply know that we are loved by Jesus. And Paul here is praying for a supernatural power of the Holy Spirit to make this a living awareness within our hearts, because this is something that we are too weak as mere human beings to acquire and hold on to ourselves. This is beyond a mere fleshly human calculation and discernment. This is something that must come from the power of the Holy Spirit, the same titanic power that God, through which God spoke the universe into creation, must also come into our hearts and give us this deep awareness of the love of God. And so Paul prays for this mighty power of the Holy Spirit to give us strength. 
And this is not a power so that we can speak with the tongues of angels, so that we can heal the sick and raise the dead, so that we can ascend to the third heaven or go to the uttermost ends of the earth to proclaim the gospel, however great those things are. The thing Paul desires, the power of the Holy Spirit for most, is so that we would know the love of Jesus. That is the most charismatic and that is the most Pentecostal experience you could possibly have to know the love of God shed abroad in your hearts by the Holy Spirit. And that is what we must seek with all the hunger within us. Paul prays for this power that we might know that Christ is dwelling in our hearts by faith that he's actually moved into our hearts permanently. Now, there's two words that Paul could have used for dwelling. One is just, you know, a temporary abode, like you book an Airbnb for a few days, you're spending a vacation there, and then you're moving onwards. This is not the word Paul uses, because Jesus isn't just temporarily camping out in our hearts. Paul uses a better word for dwelling, which means permanently making his home within us. Jesus has purchased us, by his blood. He's moving in. He's moving all his possessions in. And my heart and your heart is his permanent home forever. The dwelling place of God is with man. And Paul prays that Christ would dwell in our hearts by faith, that we would know and have a deeper and deeper sense of his abiding within, of his presence working its way into every corner of, his, of our hearts, to know his lordship, his holiness, and his life into the very depths and to the very ends of everything that is within us. And furthermore, Paul prays for the power of the Holy Spirit to root and establish us in the love of God. The very basis for our life with God, the very foundation of our discipleship with Jesus, is the love of God in Christ. That is the baseline for all Christians, not just the very mature, you know, the level nines who have been inducted into the secret mysteries. Every single child of God should have this abiding conviction that God loves me. I am adopted as his child. He is with me. He is for me. And that should be the unshakable conviction that roots our entire life in Jesus. Rooted and established. You know, the thing about roots is, of course, they are the very beginning of the plant underground, but even, even as these trees continue to grow, the roots go deeper and deeper underground, don't they? And it should be the same in our life with Christ, that the further on we go, the deeper and deeper our own roots are going into the gospel of the love of God in Christ Jesus. There should be a deeper and stronger and more abiding awareness that the, the Son of God loved me and gave himself for me. He became a human being for me and for you. He died on the cross for us and he rose from the dead to take us into his kingdom and to make us part of his new creation. And every day we should be living with that baseline conviction, this is what is true about me. I should start every morning reminding myself that through Jesus, I am the beloved of God. And so are you. Every face here 
is a face that is dearly loved by God. And we need to be rooted and established, don't we? Because we're going to be threatened. There are going to be storms in our lives, storms that are both the assaults of the enemy and just the suffering of ordinary life. And if we're not deeply rooted in the love of God, we are not going to endure. We're going to be uprooted and we're going to fall over and we're not going to experience the life that God has promised us, rooted and established in the love of Christ. But Paul's vision goes further because the love of Christ is not just something beneath us that we're rooted in, it's also the sky that we're stretching upwards towards. The very atmosphere that we breathe is the love of Jesus. And the power of the Holy Spirit goes even further than being rooted and being established in God's love. We're stretching upwards to grasp what is truly ungraspable and to know what is truly unknowable, the love of Christ. To know the sacred geometry in its length and depth and height and width, the love of Christ that Paul says actually surpasses knowledge. And our calling as the children of God is to grow and grow and grow in our awareness of the love of Jesus. It's not the love of Jesus that grows and changes. It's always the same whether we're having a good day or a bad day. But what can grow and what must grow is our awareness of that love and our experience of that love and our deep realization of that love within. I wonder if that's true of you. Is there a measurable growth in your life of an awareness of the love of Christ? And can you say, year in and year out, that this has been a year again of taking another step up the ladder of the love of Jesus? Or have we kind of flatlined? We received an initial experience of the, of the love of Christ, and since then we've been distracted in other things, maybe even distracted like Martha with serving the Lord. But God calls us and he invites us to a deeper awareness and experience of the love of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that should be the deepest ambition of our hearts. You know, the incredible end that Paul has in mind as he prays for the Ephesians and as we pray for one another of this experience of the love of God is that we would be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. And there truly is a mystery that we would struggle to explain. Paul doesn't say that we would be filled with the fullness of God, because I can imagine that I am a small container filled to the top of my own capacity with God's fullness. Paul says that he prays that we would be filled to the fullness of God. And so the measure of my experience of the love of God, the fullness of the God who is love, is not my capacity. It's God's abundant life. And so what happens when we first believe in Jesus is we receive the Holy Spirit in our hearts and he begins to expand and grow our tiny, tiny hearts to begin to experience more and more of the filling of God's very self in Christ. And this is a process that the Holy Spirit will never end. 
And even when Jesus comes again and we receive our resurrection bodies, he's going to grow and grow and grow our capacity to enjoy the love of God. And that is what we have to look forward to in all eternity. A world of love where Father, Son, and Holy Spirit fill us with the unlimited love of the triune God. We're not at that place yet, but the Holy Spirit is at work in the hearts of everyone here who belongs to Jesus. And let's pray together now that God would enlarge our hearts just a little bit today and every day so that we might know his love. Let's bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you and we remind ourselves that the measure of our prayer is not our weakness, our sin, our smallness. Our measure is the glorious riches of your power. And we pray today that you would enlarge our hearts and make us stronger, brace us and strengthen us to receive more and more of your love. Lord, I pray that you would give every person here a deeper awareness of the love of Christ for them. And Lord, you know there are so many things that threaten our experience of your love. Our own sin and temptations, our difficult circumstances, the accusations of the evil one. And it's always far easier for us to believe that we are not loved by you than to believe that we truly are loved by you. So may your Holy Spirit be at work in all of our hearts, Lord, so that we might be filled with all the fullness of God. We pray this in the name of Jesus, who loved us and gave himself for us. Amen. This podcast was from Tbilisi International Christian Fellowship. Learn more about us online at ticf-georgia.org. Thanks for listening.